Thank you very much. So if you want to put yourself on mute, that would be marvellous. A few quick notices before Jill leads us in worship today. Today is the 50th time we've met together on Zoom. Fantastic. Marvellous. Now, of course, we've had uh, several dozen prayer meetings in addition to that and many house groups as well. But 50 times for Sunday and for Christmas morning. That's what I'm including there. So that's a milestone. And I know some of us are thinking, oh, that's 50 too many. But it's great that we've managed to, many of us anyway, keep going, keep reading. And uh, that's all brilliant. Okay. Uh, so that's a wonderful thing. The Onwards went out on Friday, the paper version. Some of you will have seen it digitally today. Some of you on Friday would have got a copy of the, digit, the uh, Direction magazine. Others might have got a New Life newspaper. So that's that. House Group is meeting tomorrow on Zoom at 8.15. I could say, have a guess what this is, but I couldn't hear any of you, apart from Paul, who's not on mute at the moment. But I'm not going to wait for people to say what it is. It's one of these hampers that we're going to give to the uh, hospital. So it's uh, lots of good stuff in there. So marvellous with that. Thank you very much. Can you see all these cards people have sent me? And I know someone's uh, other people want to do it still. If you do it today and drop it off today, maybe tomorrow at a squeeze. That's all right still. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I've, I've been thinking it's brilliant. We've got 20 cards there that people have written for either Arbury Lodge or the pharmacy. So well done, everyone. That is brilliant. There's going to be breakout rooms uh, at the end. So have a stop and chat with other people if you can. But Jill's going to lead us just now. Thank you. Um, Psalm 139, verse 5. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Just one verse out of the middle of that amazing uh, psalm that God knows us completely. Um, and I, I just wanted to share that to, in case anybody needed to know that this morning. We are hemmed in everybody. We are hemmed in behind and before by God. His hand is upon us, uh, which is actually hugely comforting and good to know uh, when everything else is unknown and we don't know what's going on, which is, oh yeah, again, where we are this week. But we, you know, we can trust in God and we're going to have a good time this morning uh, celebrating. We're going to praise. We're going to, um, yeah, hear the word, God's word is so powerful, it's brilliant, and it doesn't matter whether we're in a building or whether we're on the internet or whether we're on Zoom or whatever we're doing, hearing God's word, applying God's word, living in God's word, fantastic. So let's do some of that today. And today we have a testimony, which is brilliant. I'm so excited. I'm going to pass over to Fiona to share a short testimony in just a very quick moment. But I just wanted to say we have another testimony for ages. So thank you. And if you do want to share a testimony, do let us know. Um, ideally, a couple of days before on the morning is not great. But, you know, let us know a couple of days before. We would love to hear your testimony on a Sunday morning. So do let us know. And let me hand over to uh, Fiona. Thank you. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good. Um, on Wednesday at the prayer meeting, I um, shared that I had toothache. I am very reluctant to share anything that's wrong. I am very reluctant to ask God for prayer about anything to do with me. I have this ridiculous, and you don't need to tell me it's ridiculous, Thing that God's it's too small I, it's not worth bothering with me because I'm not as important as other people so it was very difficult for me to actually share that I had toothache in the first place and people prayed which is what I was expecting and in fact Alex's prayer stuck with me because he prayed that the toothache would go and that I would get the appropriate treatment on the Friday which was as soon as I could get emergency treatment well, I was taking paracetamol and I did that night and the next morning I had no toothache. The next day I had no toothache. I went to see the dentist 
and she could find nothing wrong and I've had no pain since. And God answered Alex's prayer to the letter and that's it. Jesus, wonderful. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Fiona, for sharing that. It is so encouraging that when we pray, God answers and he does and he did. So thank you. And thank you, Alex, for praying that prayer, which has, you know, Fiona really grabbed hold of and, and could see um, uh, God's answer. So anyway, we're going to use that as a as a starting point to be praising God this morning. Um, he is a God who heals. If you're still waiting for healing, keep praying, keep believing. You know, God is in charge. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get on with our service. So we're going to sing to God be the glory, the new version. Um which is old what do you mean it's just old three four years oh i see three or four years old yes okay yeah, yes yes old new whatever <laughs> to god be the glory that's the that's the thing let's uh, let's sing together
Lord. Yes, give praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord now and forever. Everywhere, from east to west, praise the name of the Lord. For the Lord is high above the nations. His glory is higher than the heavens. Who can be compared with the Lord our God? Who is enthroned on high? He stooped to look down on heaven and on earth. He lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, even the princes of his own people. He gives the childless woman a family, making her happy, a happy mother. Praise the Lord. Let's pray together. Dear God, we are together again as a church to adore you and to thank you for what you do for us every day. Thank you, Jesus, because even the world is breaking around us. Today we can be together to adore you and learn more from you. Your word sent us to intercede also for others and for situations that are happening around us. There are many things that happen, but we want to take some some of this uh, to be part of uh, the change in the, in the society. We pray for the different situation that each country is experiencing in this moment. Catastrophes, laws that affect all generations. We pray for our elders so that all of them can have this, the COVID-19 vaccine and also for their health. We pray for our young people who are suffering depression, loneliness, anguish, and feel that their freedom was stolen. Their dream was stopped because of coronavirus. We pray for a newborn baby so that they can adapt quickly to this broken world and that their life can be protected by you, grace, and love. We pray, God, for all generations elderly, children, young people, adults, that all of them can have the opportunity to know to this wonderful God who said. And finally, we pray that COVID-19 can be reduced through vaccine. And soon we can return to meet face to face and have the joy again to, to share with our families and friends. Thank you, God, because you are wonderful. In the Jesus' name. Amen. If somebody wants to pray for some specific thing, you can pray now, please. Lord, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. Lord, we thank you. We've got a roof over our heads. We've got fire to keep us warm. We've got running water. Lord, we've got so much that other countries don't have at all. And yet still we complain, so we ask your forgiveness, Lord. Help us, Lord, to serve you as you would have us serve you. Help us to be obedient in all things. And Lord, we bless the whole of Nuneaton Christian Fellowship in Jesus' name. We bless the town of Nuneaton. Your word says that we should bless the place where we meet. Well, we meet in John and Jill's house, one to eight Wentworth Drive, so we bless that place right now in Jesus' name. And we're meeting in our own homes as well, so we bless all of those places. And we thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. Amen. Amen. Lord, we would pray for um, our government and all those who are in authority over us. Lord, we pray that you would give them wisdom at this time. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Amen. God, you are amazing, God. We continue to praise, praise you. We can continue to trust you. And thank you for this, the, the way we can be together again through soon. Thank you, God. And thank you because you will open the door to we can continue to to praise you together. In the Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Yvette.
You hem me in behind and before and your hand is upon me. God, thank you. Thank you. We're going to um, sing a song that we sung uh, for the first time a few weeks ago um, about hallowed be your name. Jesus, we honour your name, Lord. Hopefully you'll remember it and, and pick it up again quickly um, this morning. Glory, 
God above, you're the King of hearts, praise, honor in one name, Jesus our Lord, Jesus our King, hallowed be, hallowed be your name. singing to our faithful God.
Good morning, everybody. Our reading this morning is taken from 2 Thessalonians, chapter 1. Paul, Silas, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more, and the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. All this is evidence that God's judgment is right, and as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you are suffering. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you, and give relief to you, and give relief to you who are troubled, and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power on the day he comes to be glorified his holy people, and to be marveled at among all those who have believed. This includes you, because you believed our testimony to you. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may count you worthy of his calling, and that by his power he may fulfill every good purpose of yours, and every act prompted by your faith. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you, you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Margaret. Isn't it lovely to see Margaret again? Margaret, we've really missed seeing you. So thank you. I've missed all of you as well. Really lovely. Thank you for doing that reading for us uh, this week. Right. I'm going to hand over to the lovely John, who is going to bring the word. Oh, yes. Thank you, John. Since the start of the year, we've thought several times about the background to the two letters to the church in Thessalonica, which, of course, was an important seaport in Greece. Paul and his friends first went there on their second missionary journey. And we read about their short visit in Acts chapter 17. We've also briefly considered some of the main points from his first letter. But for the next three Sundays, we'll be tackling one chapter a week from his second epistle. And it's very different from the first one. The best way for us all to prepare is to read through two Thessalonians ourselves. There's certainly going to be things, I'm sure, that God will highlight to you that we don't dwell on together on a Sunday morning. Life was tough for the believers in Thessalonica. They were being severely persecuted for following Jesus. Paul had written to them a few months before and they would have been encouraged by what he wrote. Jesus is coming soon. Yes! I even feel like standing up to celebrate. Back from a serious face. Fabulous. Let's hide away and take it easy. Jesus, the son of God, will soon return. So we don't need to think about anything long term. There's no need to make plans. We don't need to deal with the difficulties we're facing. God's got it all sorted. Jesus will come. Persecution and end will end and we'll all live happily ever after. Yes, brilliant. God is going to make it easy for us. Oh. Paul's written to them again. They didn't get it quite right. Jesus return is certainly going to happen, but their ideas about it weren't quite right. They thought when Paul had written about Jesus returning suddenly that they that they thought that he meant he was coming back imminently. 
I've been a Christian nearly 38 years and I've seen various preaching topics come into vogue and then to be replaced by something else a little later. Years ago, I used to hear a lot about Jesus' second coming, but it's not spoken about so much now. But it doesn't matter because God's agenda can be so different from our own, can't it? 38% of two Thessalonians is concerned with Jesus' second coming. So we're bound to be considering it a little bit today and maybe over the next couple of weeks as well. And after we've finished this series, Jesus' second coming should continue to affect us strongly. Today, we're waiting for Christ to return, just like the Thessalonians and believers through the centuries have. That should make us seek holiness and to be busy and eager to do things that please God rather than taking it easy spiritually. Knowing that Jesus is coming again should spur us on to create more times of prayer, more times to read the Bible, more times to be with other followers of Christ and more times to tell, us about, tell others about the need for a saviour. Waiting isn't easy, though, is it? Children clearly show when they've had enough of waiting for things. I want it now. That's not fair. You said we could go out straight after lunch. Why can't I have a PS5? All my friends seem to have one. Do you know what I mean? They show it really clearly. But even some of us are showing what we think about COVID now, aren't we? And we're getting, we've had enough of waiting and we want it to end. COVID seems to be a regular headline on the news and it has been for a, over a year. It's on the front of newspapers, it's on websites. People are talking about it because it is drastically affecting the majority of the population. Jesus is coming again. I don't see that on many websites or on the front of newspapers or on the television. Is it even causing us, the church, to see things differently and to act differently to how we might do otherwise? Jesus is coming again. How does it affect you? Jesus is coming again. How does that make you change the way you talk? the way you think, the way you take action about things. God is in charge of the present and the future. Jesus is coming again. How am I responding to that? Right, there's a challenge for us. Um, we can ponder that challenge while we have a, a watch of this video. Um, it's a song that we were going to introduce, uh, well, before COVID, and then it hasn't happened. And so I thought, well, we'll play it this morning because the words just actually seem really relevant for our COVID times. Um, and no doubt we will get to, uh, to, to do it, you know, we'll, we'll do it and, and that will be lovely. Um, but anyway, ponder the words, have a think about what Jesus' second coming is, um, is meaning for you right now, how it's affecting you. Um, and it's got beautiful pictures and all kinds on, on this video. So uh, and sing along if you uh, get, the, get the idea.
Once in a while, I like to look at my old school reports. I think about the school I was in, the teacher was at the front, the people around me, and whether I enjoyed that subject or would have been or would have preferred to be playing the piano at home. I loved playing the piano at home when I was a teenager. It was great. The earliest school reports I have is from the summer of 1974 when I was six. And really, when you look at it, here it is. It's just like a summary of me now. That teacher was very perceptive. John has worked really hard and has shown a steady progress. That's good. John is interested in everything. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And will always have a good try. This is the good sentence now. John is always very happy. That's just me, isn't it? I thought she knows me in my 50s, let alone when I was younger like that. She got me down to a T. How was the church in Thessalonica doing? Verse 3 is translated by J.P. Phillips as this. Your faith has made such strides and without any individual exceptions, your love towards each other has reached such proportions that we actually boast about you in the churches. You might know that the title of this whole series of talks in January and February is Wish You Were Here, Thessalonica. I remember the te television programme, people would sort of say, oh yeah, wish you were here. Uh, and they talk about holiday destinations. And Thessalonica sounds like such an ideal place to be a Christian, doesn't it? Their faith is growing. Everything is lovely. Love is at a high level, too. And the Greek verbs are implying not just they've stopped and they're resting on their laurels, but there's continued growth and is development. They haven't reached a good level and that's it. They're fanning into flame the gifts they have and more importantly, the character they have as well. Wouldn't that be a great church to belong to? How super that everyone was finding their place in the body there and were growing and not resting on their laurels. But you know what Margaret read? That isn't really everything that was going on. The end of verse three puts their achievement into context. Your faith has made such strides and without any individual exceptions, your love towards each other has reached such proportions that we actually boast about you in the churches because you have shown such endurance and faith in all the trials and persecutions you have gone through. They were doing really well as a fellowship of believers, despite their hard circumstances. They were growing in character, even through very difficult times. Do you fancy being part of that church now? There was growth both in, church, in individuals and collectively, but it wasn't easy. I read somewhere months and months ago that it's probably true that out, without a test, there isn't a testimony. Think about what Fiona said earlier. If she'd just come along and said, oh, on Thursday, my teeth were fine. What's the testimony in that? So what? Your teeth were fine. Thank you very much, Fiona, for sharing that. Let's go on to the next song, shall we? Do you know what I mean? But because she had something aching and, and really de uh, sort of hard for her, when Jesus came and, and touched her, there was a testimony. So the test came first. The testimony came after. As a group of believers, it would be easy to tread water for the next year or so until the pandemic is more under control. But we can't do that, can we? We can't just wait. 
we have to wait actively for Jesus re to return. And we have to wait actively for the virus to become more under control. There's no easy blueprint for that. We know all the churches around the world are waiting actively and they're all doing things differently, slightly differently, maybe. But we're all waiting. And it's possible that some of the activities that uh, we undertook prior to last year will change and some may even stop altogether. But that's all right. God's in control and we're looking to him. God is for us and not against us. Most Wednesday mornings I meet with other church ministers in the town. We're doing it on Zoom at the moment. And this last Wednesday, I was really encouraged. Some of you know this already. One minister said that these last few days in their online alpha, two people in their early 20s made a commitment to follow Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. And then one of them said, oh, this week I'm going to tell my whole football team about Jesus because I know that's what I should be doing. It's normal for people to get saved in churches. It's normal for people to get saved on the street. It's normal to get for people to get saved in their homes. It's normal for people to get saved online. What's happening with us? Are we praying just small prayers to make our life tidy? Or are we praying big prayers that will disturb the status quo that we enjoy and will see Nuneaton change like it was in 1905, when many hundreds of people got saved in just a few months? Things were so exciting here that train companies put extra trains on so people could come to Nuneaton and see what God was doing. It was that exciting. The train companies wanted to make money out of it. Are we praying for people to get saved in the Neaton this week? The need is very great. My actual school report was pretty good. But God's report on the people of Neaton may not be so good. We know it evolves or revolves rather around Jesus. Did the particular person follow Jesus or not? We sang earlier about what Fanny Crosby wrote, the vilest offender who truly believes. Before any of us became followers of Jesus, we were all that vilest offender. I could go round and say all your names and say, you were the vilest offender. But we know that, don't we? Jesus has defeated sin and taken our shame away. But most people in Neaton don't know that. They don't know that they are vile offenders. We can't pray small prayers any longer, can we? Jesus is coming and we're asleep. We're not ready for Jesus to return. May our faith and our love for each other and the people that don't know Jesus be increasing, just as it was for the church in Thessalonica. As we are put to the test, may our testimony be that God was and is in control. He brought me through. May God be glorified as I give everything and as you give everything to what you are and what you have to him. Lord, we thank you that you are returning and we can look forward to that day. Help us to wait actively. Help us to look around at the people in the Neaton that we pass day in, day out. And help us, Lord, to play our part, not praying small prayers, not being keeping ourselves to ourselves, but giving of our lives as you gave of your life to us. Lord, as you change our lives, we look forward to seeing the Neaton change. Lord, come and do that work in us because we need you, Lord, in every facet of our life, not just Sunday mornings, but every day. Amen. 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 Thank you, John. Remember to turn the microphone back on. Sorry, everybody. 
Right. Uh, let's uh, finish our service then with a couple of songs. Uh, we're going to sing I Will Offer Up My Life and then we're going to have a video of um, another one. Um, yeah, we need to keep offering up our lives, don't we? It's um, even even if we didn't have all this COVID stuff, it, it still wouldn't be easy. But, you know, we we have God. He hasn't left us. He hasn't abandoned us. And he is giving us what we need every single day. He has given us everything we need every single day. Let's, um, yeah, keep living it. That's all we can do. Let's sing together then.
reign. Lord, we want to submit ourselves again to you this morning and today and this week. Lord, we know that you know what is coming in our day to day. You know what is coming in our week this week. Lord, will you lead us into the things that you would have us do? God, you know the plans you have for us and they are plans for our good and for your glory. So, Lord, we look forward to giving glory to you this week. We look forward to living for you this week. God, will you take us by the hand and lead us into the things that you have already prepared for us to do? We ask that you will help us to keep us safe, that you will um, just yeah, hem us in behind and before God. We know you already have. Lord, we look forward to seeing your hand upon our lives this week and so that we can share more testimonies of your goodness and your faithfulness every single day. Amen. 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 Thanks, everyone. Thank you.